The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. So tonight, I want to um, have a little talk about something. Uh, Veterans Day just passed. Of course, it was a great Veterans Day, and every year in this country, we uh, celebrate our veterans, and we spend a day, and we give the veterans a day, and we celebrate their um, issues and the things that they've done for us in this country. And then we go through the rest of the year, and basically the veterans are just part of the fabric of our country. And a lot of people never really pay attention to the veteran issues again. Um, a lot of veterans have issues and problems in their life. Um, all you as veterans have been the lifeblood of our freedom in this country. Without our veterans, we really wouldn't have a country. Through all the wars in this country and all the terrible things that have happened in the world and the different times people have wanted to destroy America, our military and our veterans have been the people who have kept us going and who have fought the war and who have given their lives in many cases to keep us free. I know a lot of you out there have veterans in your family or you have veterans that you've lost to the war. And I... God bless you all, because we know what our veterans have done. You know, in all wars that we've had and in between the wars, the folks who serve in the various branches of the military, um, they serve a vital function that has to go on whether there's a war or not. There's always research going on. There's different things going on. I know some people might not have heard of the newest branch of our U.S. military, and that's the Space Force. And that's a whole new uh, brand of military defense that is just developing now. It's pretty secretive, but it's going to work on protecting us from the, the sky up in space and satellites and rockets and all this coming technology that's going on. But anyway, there's a lot more we could say about that. But our veterans, we, you know, we have over a million veterans on Long Island. Um, some people help them out in ways. You can do a little volunteering. You can go, for example, to the VA hospital and I'll help over at the VA hospital. People always need volunteers to help. We have groups like the American Legion, who over the years have been uh, a veterans group, and all the veterans would join. One thing we've been finding recently, and especially in our Lake Ronkonkoma Lodge, is that the membership has dropped sharply. I guess a lot of our newer veterans, um, the Gulf War people and the people in the more recent wars, haven't seemed to be involved with joining the American Legion. Um, when no one's really sure why, um, but we're going to try to find out. Um, one of the things I'm going to do in this show today is I'm going to open the phones in the second half, and I would love for people who are veterans, veterans' families, or anyone who has any information about that or stories to tell, please give us a call and uh, let us know uh, what you have to say. Our phone number for those calls is going to be 631-451-1039. So we'll be looking forward to those calls and see what kind of information we can get from you guys. So meanwhile, um, just as I'm uh, going along, I'm going to tell you about a few things I was found out in doing a little research about the vets. Besides for some of our things like the American Legion and the disabled American veterans who help other people, I found an interesting resource I had never heard about myself. I went to my li local library, and I went on the computer in the library, and I found a thing called 
uh, Brain Fuse Vet Now. Now, it's on the Suffolk County Library System website. Now, anyone, whether you have a membership to a library or not, can go into a library, get a guest card in the library to go on the computers, and you can look up this Brain Fuse Vet Now site. It has amazing benefits and resources to help veterans. Um, it's in the public libraries of Suffolk system. Like I said, you don't have to be a library member. Go into any library and tell them you would like to look on the computer, and they'll be glad to give you a guest pass to look on the computer. These guys on this site offer all kinds of services, live counseling for people, um, with a live counsel who will actually talk to you and help you, job and resume counseling. They'll help you make up a resume. They'll find job resources for you. Um, I know there's a particular um, agency that if you hook up with them, they will actually help find you clothes for an interview. They'll give you coaching and teach you how to do an interview. They'll t make, teach you how to make a really great resume. Um, if you want to learn another language, they even have language resources. And um, it's a really wide open group, and it's all volunteers, and it's for vets. Now, I never heard of it before. That doesn't mean some of you haven't. But um, if some of you vets out there are a little lost for help and you're wondering where to go, I think this is a great resource to try to find. They're a good organization, and they look like they're doing good work. Another great organization is U.S. Vets. Um, they're trying to end homelessness for veterans. Um, they're located all over the country, really. And um, I'll give you one phone number for them. It's their main phone number, and that's 213-542-2600. Now, if you can't get these down, you're riding around in your car, for example, um, go on our website after this. By tomorrow, I'll be posting these numbers up and this information so you can get in touch with them. They help vets with homelessness. Unfortunately, we have some of our vets who had really important jobs in the military, and they were really important people in the Army and the Navy and the Air Force and the Marines, and they come back and they kind of fall through the cracks. They have some mental problems, some issues with stress. God, many people go through terrible stress when they go through combat, or as, as we know, loss of limbs, injuries, different things, and some of these guys just get lost, and they wind up becoming homeless people. And it's really sad to have someone who has served our country and is at a really prominent role in our country to wind up in that situation. So that's a great, great resource to go to. And you could always try that out. Um, meanwhile, I would love to hear tonight from some veterans and what your stories have been since you come back from the war. Obviously, our veterans go through every war we've had in our country. Um, it's one of the most overlooked uh, group of veterans was obviously our Vietnam veterans. Now, I know that veterans walk around. A lot of times you don't know who they are. I notice a lot of veterans where they wear their hat or they wear some piece of apparel that denotes that they were a veteran. And one of the things I always do in my life, and I've been doing this for years, is I go up to those people wherever I am and I make sure I strike up a conversation with them and I thank them for their service. And I can't describe what the look is in a lot of those people's eyes when I say that. They're all grateful for it. They love to have people just acknowledge that they did this great work for the country. Um, I read a poll recently that said 49% of all our veterans don't want anybody to thank them. But um, I want to get to the other 50%, the 51% that do want us to thank them, because it's the least we can do for them. 
My father was a veteran himself, served in the Korean War. And um, he told me a lot of stories about the war. And I know most of his, uh, the first armored division that he was in, many of those guys got killed in Korea. And it might have been an unpopular war and Vietnam was unpopular. But these guys went and fought and they put their lives on the line for us in the war. And, you know, a lot of talk has always been said about how the protesters of the Vietnam War were over here and spitting on the veterans when they came back. Well, that might have been true to some degree with some people. But I know that most of us, when I was growing up, my friends and family members were going off to Vietnam. And we were sad that they were going. And even though I never wound up in Nam myself, we were sure never going to be spitting on our friends and family members as they came back. We felt bad for those guys who had to go over. So anyway, thank a veteran today. That's something that you can all do. Um, it's something that can just help somebody. You could help lift them up. You don't know what kind of problems they're going through in life. We all know that a good word to anybody in their life can lift their day and change the trajectory of their life. Whether you believe that or not, it's true. Okay, so we're going to go to the break right now. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. everybody welcome back so as of course i am your host dale spencer and you're listening to our show history island on long island news radio 103.9 so for a minute let's just talk about our sponsor and one of my favorite restaurants around gino's pizza on portion road in lake ronkonkoma gino's pizza by the way as all you might know if you listen to the show a lot has been voted the number one pizza place on Long Island for the last two years. They make some amazing other dishes, the best slice you'll ever get, but some amazing other dishes. And um, one that I had recently that I would highly advise people to get is a dish they've created called Chicken a la Vodka Parm. An amazing dish is so good. So anyway, they're open every night till at least 9 or 10 o'clock. What I do is I'd stop down. Um, talk to Marco or Austin or Dom. Those are the three main guys and great crew over there. They'll treat you like you're a king when you're there and they'll take good care of you. So go to Gino's Pizza or Portion Road in Lake Ronkonkoma, a proud sponsor of Long Island history. Okay, so now back to our show. Okay, so now as we're talking about our veterans and all the things that they have done for us as far as veterans, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the service organizations we have helping us on Long Island. Um, For example, we have Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. So those are times when there are people who really need help. One of the great uh, things run by the Marines on Long Island, and I guess all over the country, is the Toys for Tots program. 
Around the beginning of December every year, the Marines run a Toys for Tots program. There's various collection sites all through Suffolk County. Um, You can call them to find that out. I know if you call um, Sergeant John Sardine in Garden City, New York, um, Marine... um, uh, Marine Sergeant, he runs one of the local programs around here, and he should be able to help you find out about that. I'll give you a number that I have to get in contact with him, and that's 518-312-8774. And you can find out where to donate a toy. When you're out shopping for your kids, buy an extra toy and give it to the Toys for Tots program. Believe me, there's kids around here who need it, and it makes the difference between Kind of a dark Christmas and a really wonderful Christmas, a gift for a poor kid who's really can't afford to have any gifts is an amazing thing to get. So anyway, that's one of the things our veterans also do as they go through their life, and our active veterans perform that in the Marines. The Marines, obviously, a great, great organization. So now there's some other people who help Long Islanders, and of course what we have is Thanksgiving coming up. And right now, with the tough economy that we live in, it's all turned upside down. Some people, you know, a lot of us have enough money that this is a real inconvenience for us. But it's not an inconvenience that puts us out of life. We can afford to buy our food, even though we might complain a lot when we go buy it. We can complain at the gas pump, but we can afford to put the gas in our cars. Well, there are a lot of people out here on Long Island, and I've talked to some recently, and they can't afford these changes. The, this inflation and the giant economy is killing them. And they, you know, they can't afford to put the gas in their car. They have to choose sometimes, especially elderly Americans on a fixed income, between, say, buying the medicine you need to keep you alive and buying the food or putting the gas in your car, the gas in your car to go to the doctor, the food to feed your family. If you're someone who has a family of seven people you have to feed, believe me, that is some giant bill. I don't think I have to tell anybody that, though, because we all know what a trip to the grocery store costs these days. Go in and buy just a couple of items, and you spend a massive amount of money. So one of the uh, groups that's helping, obviously, we had them on our show, on our last show, is Long Island Cares. Long Island Cares has a great food pantry. In fact, they have a number of them, but the main one is in Hopog. Um, you can look them up very easily online. And they're doing a great program called Adopt the Family, where they'll take a family who's really down and out and supply an entire Thanksgiving dinner for them and deliver the whole thing. And it's a really great program. They also have a wonderful food pantry that um, supplies fresh food as well as canned items. It's a little bit different than the old days of the food pantries where all you could do is go in and kind of pick and choose what they had. They have a much wider variety now. Now, that being said, they also need supplies. So if you're anybody out there who has any way to supply Long Island Cares with some surplus food, please get in touch with them. They would love to hear from you. And this is just all to help our fellow Long Islanders. Um, I'm not one of those down and out people. I'm able to live my life. But boy, we find that our economy is really tough in our family. And um, other people I'm sure do too. So help out. Another group that's helping people a lot is um, Habitat for Humanity. 
and they're doing some really good uh, work. Habitat for Humanity um, runs the Habitat for Humanity Restore, which is located at 2111 Lakeland Avenue in Lake Ronkonkoma, south of the expressway on Lakeland Avenue. It's a great store where you can go in and find all kinds of donated and used construction items at a really good discount price. And all of that goes to their particular charity. Um, so what happens is you go in that store and any money you spend in there, you'll save yourself a lot of money. It's a little bit chance what you might find, but it's almost like a thrift store for construction and home items, a place I really recommend going. All the money you spend there goes to charity. And what they do is they actually help teach people to do construction with the goal of eventually taking families that need that help and building homes for them. It's a great charity. It's been operating for a long time on Long Island. Um, basically, they say they teach the trade of construction through volunteers as well as giving a home to a family. So that store is open from 9 to 6, five days a week. Give them a call. Go down. If you're looking for some good, cheap construction things, by the way, some materials, yeah, go see them. You might find what you're looking for there. Some other charities that are helping Long Island out, obviously, is we know the Salvation Army is going to be out soon, and they're going to have those kettles out, and they're going to be looking for money, and they do a lot of helping for people who are down and out, too. They've been doing it for decades. Big Brothers and Big Sisters is a great group. Anybody want to volunteer, there's people who need Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and they do amazing work, and that kind of work really pays off because if you save one kid's life and set him on the right path, you can change the whole world. And believe me, that is true. There's the Make-A-Wish Foundation. They're doing really good work for everybody too. Obviously, the United Breast Cancer Foundation, which helps people um, who have breast cancer. Um, I know that my own mother-in-law died from breast cancer many years ago, and it was a sad loss of a life, and we try to help people survive. There's the St. Vincent de Paul organization that all runs many gift shops. Um, there's also many soup kitchens and shelters for homeless people. Um, if you look up some of the soup kitchens, um, for example, there's one in Mineola um, run by Island Harvest. There's one, Long Island Cares uh, runs one from 10 David's Drive. St. Patrick's Church in Bayshore has a soup kitchen. If you ever want to volunteer, help serve at Thanksgiving dinner, call these people up and get in touch with them. And um, you can do some volunteering. It only takes a couple of hours, and it can really change these people's lives. It'll actually change your life if you go do that, because I did it once myself. And you look at the world slightly different after you do that, because you realize that not everybody has everything that we have here. Um, it's, you know, it's a sad world sometimes, and people fall through the cracks, I like to say. And they really need help. So anyway, what we're going to do is um, when we come back from the break, which is going to be in a minute, we're going to open the phones up and we're going to have some people call in. And um, why don't you tell us your story out there, especially you veterans or people with, uh, if you're involved with one of these organizations and you have some information you want to give us, this is a good time to call and get that information in also. Um, so... Anyway, I, what I'd like to say is um, happy holidays coming up to everybody because we all know the holidays are going to be on us before we know it. Not long to Thanksgiving now. And um, try to find a way to help somebody out this holiday maybe. Give a little bit of your volunteer time. 
Volunteer time is a hard thing to carve out sometimes, but it can make such a difference in this world that we live in. I can't emphasize that enough. Um, so anyway, if you want to call the St. Patrick's uh, Soup Kitchen, by the way, in Bayshore, they're at 631-665-4911. And you'd have to go to extension 124. Um, so what are we going to do is we're going to go to a break now. We're going to take a bit of a break, do some commercials. And when we come back, I'm going to open up the phones. So here you are on History Island. I'm your host, Dale Spencer, on 103.9 FM, Long Island Talk Radio. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Dale Spencer. You're listening to History Island, a show all about the rich history of Long Island, right here on 103.9 FM Long Island Talk Radio. And I am, of course, Dale Spencer. So let me tell you another thing about Gino's, our sponsor. Like I said, some of the best pizza and Italian food you could ever want to get it's not a super fancy place. It's a wonderful, beautiful restaurant. Um, very comfortable place to go in and sit down and have a great meal. Another thing they do, connect to this show, obviously, too, is Gino's supports the, our veterans. So all during the month of November, Gino's will be selling these special T-shirts, um, Gino's shirts in a camouflage color with Gino's on them. All the proceeds go to charity for the vets. Give them a call, and they can tell you more details about that. Also, two of the other places in my own town, like Ronkonkoma, that have been doing soup kitchens for a long time are St. Mary's Church, one of the original churches in our town. They have a wonderful soup kitchen that helps the down-and-out homeless people. And the United Methodist Church on Five Corners in Lake Ronkonkoma, one of the oldest churches, actually, also. And they have a great soup kitchen program, too. So if anyone wants to volunteer, they can always use a couple of volunteers. Like I said, you go in and give them a couple of hours, and that's all you really need to do. And you'll help people out in a big way. So anyway, we're going to open the phones now. So our number is 631-451-1039. And let's see what you guys have to say out there about the topic of tonight's show. Okay, so let's see. Who's our first caller? Oh, hang on, a little technical difficulty here. Um, okay, let's see. Um, also, as I tell you, as I wait for our system to catch up with us, let's talk about Pause of War. Um, Pause of War is a great organization also, and what they do is they serve um, veterans by finding service dogs for them. 
and um, they find service dogs for different veterans, and um, they get they need donations of dogs. They need some volunteers, and they offer support dogs for veterans. A great organization. Um, they're just a good organization. Give them a call. I'll give you a number for them. They're no, located right in this concert, by the way. 631-406-6595. And that'll get you in touch with them. And you can talk to whoever answers the phone. I know one of the great volunteers is Birdie over there. And she'll help you out and give you the information that you need. So anyway, let's go to the phones. Let's see. Who's our first call? Hello, Dale. Oh, who's this? This is Larry from Ronkonkoma. How are you? Well, hi, Larry. How are you doing tonight? How's everything? I'm, I'm very good, thank you. It's a little, little cold, a little rainy, but it's all good. Okay, so now do you have um, a, a story to tell us about a veteran? Well, I just wanted to say that, um, the v, that, that my dad had um, aggressive uh, Alzheimer's, Louis Bars. I believe it was called Louis Bar, and he ended up in the community living center in the VA in Northport, and they were really amazing. And um, if you're not service, you know, I just wanted to say that if you're not service connected, contact the VA in Northport and see if you can get service connected, so you can take advantage of all the programs that come with um, with being a you know service connected in the VA in Northport. Oh, that's interesting. The, yeah, the VA, a great place, and they're doing really great work for people. A lot of people don't know that they can get support if they're service-connected. They just have to go through the through the um, motions of contacting the VA in Northport and getting service-connected. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, and I know I mean, they're always looking for volunteers, too, to help uh, do various things with the vets over there. There's... there's there's a job bank. There's volunteers. I don't know. Yeah. So my question is to you: Is are there other VA centers on the island? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I haven't really researched that matter myself, so I'm not sure. I'm sure there are. There's other groups that help veterans uh, do different things, but I know the VA hospital is probably the biggest one on Long Island, and it helps people. And, um, they, they have all different levels of care. They have um, a full nursing home. They had, in my father's case, the community living center for people with Alzheimer's because they could be a danger to themselves and others. And um, they were, they were, you know, I think it was a year and a half, and they were great to my dad. Oh, and now your dad's a veteran? He was in the Korean War, like you said your dad was. I, mean, I didn't know that your dad was in the Korean War. Oh, yeah. My dad had a wild story in the Korean War. His troop went off and they all got killed, basically, when they went over. And my dad had some problem with his dentures and he got held behind. And um, when he had no troop left to go to, they put him onto the testing range and he spent the rest of his time in the service testing half tracks and tanks. And they would develop a new piece of machinery and they would give it to my crazy father, George, and he would go try to drive it into the ground. And the idea was to see how well these things would hold up in combat. So his story was a really unusual one. Um, how about your dad? Do you know what he did in the war? So he was, you know, he used to carry um, one of those those missiles on his backpack, and they would just shoot um, ro- rockets over the mountain from South Korea to North Korea. Oh wow! And, um, and what was interesting was is that my dad had I don't know how one of his 
you know, the people in his group, they had color photographs and we have all the color slides and they was able to digitally convert them. And they're amazing pictures coming from that era. Oh, wow. And, and, and um, yeah, so, so yeah, we, yeah, we have, you know, I, I probably reproduced 50 of them and each one was a more amazing than the other. Wow, that is pretty amazing. Uh, maybe you could uh, share one of those photos up onto the Facebook page for people to see. Yeah, yeah. He was, there's one with him with the missiles on his back, and he's humping along, going into the uh, you know into the, the wilderness there, and uh, ready to shoot some rockets. And he's a good picture of. And he's smiling. I mean, you know, he's like he's like he was happy to do it, and. Um, it's a good picture, so I'll find that, and I will post that on the page. Oh, great. Yeah, we'd love to see that up there. Um, but I would love to have one of our veterans call in who's actually dealt with the VA hospital and see what their experience has been. Anybody out there? Sometimes uh, we have them. Sometimes we don't. Okay, so anyway, um, as we move on, um, hey, Larry? Yes. I thank you so much for your call, and uh, we'll, we'll be talking to you soon. Thanks, Dale. We'll continue those uh, North, North Korean, South Korean stories one day soon. Sounds good. Take care. So anyway, um, like I said, a couple of other organizations that are helping people out are Paws of War, for example. And like I said, they supply service dogs and... Um, you know, it's a great organization. Um, another place, now, we, we, I was talking with Larry about um, hospitals like other than the VA hospital. Um, another place that I know of is the Long Island State Veterans Home in Stony Brook. And um, they apparently uh, serve honorably discharged and veterans, and they have services, um, widows, and, um, of course, Gold Star parents. Um, some of you don't know what Gold Star parents are. They're parents who have lost a child in the war, over the many wars over this time, a heartbreaking situation for some people. They're a great organization, too, if you're looking to find a place to place a veteran where they can live and be taken good care of. You can always give them a call, um, 631-444-VETS. And that translates to 631 444 8387. They're a great organization and they do good work. Um, another organization I would talk about would be um, the USO. Now, the USO goes way, way back, and a lot of people remember the USO simply for, oh, Bob Hope went over and entertained the troops. Or, of course, much more famously, Marilyn Monroe would go over and sing for the troops. And through all the wars that we've had in our country since they were established, the USO has done a lot of different work. They're still an organization. They're not operating quite as high profile as they were anymore. But um, you can always give them a call and find out what's going on with them. So that's another group that we, um, we talk about a lot. Now, there's a lot of things that honor our veterans on Long Island. Um, we have different places that do that kind of work. Um, one of the places I love to talk about, um, everyone I think knows by now, the Cradle of Aviation Museum in Garden City. Um, they have the a most amazing collection of military artifacts and planes. Um, they have one of the landing wheels from one of the space shuttles. But they do a lot to honor the veterans. 
Um, they also, by the way, have a new acquisition that they got not long ago, and we're going to feature it on a future show in the spring when it opens back up. They now have the famous Nunley's Carousel on their location, and you can go visit um, the Children's Museum right next door, and the carousel is there, and rides are available. And never forget, when you go there, that one of the theme songs that gets played when people ride on the carousel was created and donated by our own Long Island's Bailey Joel. So go over there and visit the Children's Museum and the Cradle of Aviation. They're almost right next to each other in that section of Garden City. The Cradle of Aviation Museum can take a whole day to go through. It's an amazing place, and they do really good work. Um, another museum that does that kind of thing is um, the Museum of American Armor. Now, this is a little confusing for people sometimes because they're located in the old Bethpage Village Restoration. Now, of course, we all know the old Bethpage Village Restoration is a great Nassau County Museum that features colonial-era houses from Long Island. And many houses from other towns have been moved over there to create a village that brings us back. And, of course, they sometimes have artisans and work people that show you the old uh, trades of making hats and doing different things. Great museum. But one of the new things that they brought in a couple of years ago was— the Museum of American Armor, and sometimes during the summer, they have the most amazing tank collection, historic tanks, and they do displays, and they show you the tanks. You can bring your kids there. They can get close up to the tanks and get explanations about what they were all about. It's a really great place to go. Um, if you haven't been there, it's pretty easy to find. It's in Old Bethpage. It's at 1303 Round Swamp Road in Old Bethpage. Now, their phone number is 516 516- Four five four eight two six five, and at this point they're open Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays during the winter from eleven to three. They also just recently did a great Halloween presentation of lights. They're someone you should keep on your radar. Basically, look at their website every year goes on, and you can see great events there. I went there one Fourth of July a number of years ago, and they had a great old colonial Fourth of July with Civil War soldiers there. And at one point, they did a village reading of the Declaration of Independence, and it was really, really moving and amazing. And then a 12-gun uh, salute afterwards from the Civil War soldiers, and um, they're always doing something really interesting over there. So a great museum, the Museum of American Armor. Now, another museum that's a little closer to our veterans' effort, because it really is run by veterans, and it's an amazing place too, is over in Farmingdale. And that's the American Air Power Museum. Now, that's located in an old hangar. Um, it's located at 1230 New Highway in Farmingdale, right at the edge of Republic Airport. It's actually on the Republic Airport grounds. They're open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're closed every Tuesday. They're open 10 to 4 most days, 10 to 5 other days. Um, their phone number is, <coughs> excuse me, 631 293-6398. Now, the amazing thing about that museum is it's all run by these veterans, and there's a lot of veterans. They do tours for you. Um, they're always working on vintage aircraft from the military. And what they do is they restore these old aircraft, and a lot of them, the old mechanics, used to work on these planes and fly them back in the day when they were young. 
And these older guys now put in a lot of volunteer efforts to get these planes running again. They have a World War II transport plane that at times they actually offer flights on the plane. And it's an amazing experience. It's sure not like flying in the airlines like we know now. Um, These planes are noisy and fairly uncomfortable, but it gives you kind of an idea what it was like to fly on an airplane when you were in the war. There are displays of engines in the inside of planes. There's a cockpit you can go in in one of the World War II planes. There's all kinds of setups of World War II. But more than that, there's all these veterans walking around, docents who would be glad at any point to take you on a tour of the whole museum. And the experience they give you is pretty unforgettable. Um, like I said, all valuable veterans of this country. And it's good to see these guys spend the rest of their life volunteering to do this and bring it to people and keep it in the public eye. So those are just a couple of the great museums that you could go visit on Long Island. And um, now another uh, group that there's two groups I want to talk about before we're done. And that one of them is the Nassau Veterans Service Agency. Um, They serve Nassau County. They're located at 2201 Hempstead Turnpike um, in Building Q in East Meadow. They they offer veteran services. So if you're a veteran and you need some kind of help from them, give them a call. Their main phone is 516-572-6565. Now, the other one that goes along with that, different agency for Suffolk County. And that's the Suffolk County Veterans Servants Agency. They're located in Hopog, um, B100, oh, uh, 100 Veterans Memorial Highway in Hopog. Their phone number is 631-853-VETS. They have a Riverhead office also. You can call that at 631-852-1410. And they also have a South Riverhead office. Um, You can get in touch with them, and they have a couple of websites you can go to. One is servingheroes at suffolkcountynewyork.gov or veteransinfo at suffolkcountynewyork.gov. You can also just go to www.suffolkcountynewyork.gov, the government site, and they can give you a lot more information. Remember, if you happen to be a veteran out there, and you need services, and you have some problems that aren't resolved, you can always go to these groups, and they, they're out there to help you, and they have a lot of resources to help you. Now, of course, we don't want to forget before the show is over to mention one of the great organizations for America uh, who we see in action all the time, and that's the American Red Cross. Um, the greater New York region, the Long Island number for them is 516 516- 747-3500. Now, they're all over the country. And, of course, you, they, we see them in action every time that a disaster happens, a natural disaster. They provide shelter, food, clothing, um, and emotional support at no cost to those in need. It's all paid for by the government. And as you remember, when Katrina happened down in New Orleans, They come down and they build housing and they take care of people. They're there a day or two after the disaster happens, feeding people and taking care of them. And um, uh, they're an amazing organization. Um, They're headquartered in New York City, but they're all over the place. They can always use donations when disasters happen of blankets, towels, food, um, different things like that. 
the American Red Cross. Um, I'm sorry, I'm having a little technical problem here. Uh, you can donate to them. Um, uh, my, one of my research assistants here, my research director, Janet, has just given me a note that says the Stony Brook Veterans Home is always looking for donations because they're suffering for money. And so is the Red Cross. And they're always looking for money, too. So you can go to both those organizations and you can um, help them out a little with just a little bit of money. Any amount helps those organizations that help our people. So anyway, next week when we come on our show, um, we're going to have a little bit of a different topic. We have a special thing opening up on Long Island, and that's going to be the Long Island Music and Entertainment Hall of Fame. They have been searching for a great home for a while. They've been in existence for a long time now. And they're finally opening their brand new museum in Stony Brook Village. And that's going to open on November 25th. So we're trying to work out the, the technical issues with it. And I expect to be reporting from the original opening gala of that museum when they do press night next Tuesday night. It's an amazing museum. There's a lot to tell about it. And uh, we'll bring you there and we'll talk to some of the people that are involved, some of the inductees, some of the people who run the organization. From thanks from the day after Thanksgiving on, we would love for you to go visit that museum. It's going to be a great, great addition to Long Island, an amazing addition to Stony Brook Village. Um, they're also always looking for volunteers, by the way. So if you want to volunteer, stop down and talk to them. Um, anyway, that's it for tonight. You're listening to History Island on 103.9 FM, Long Island Talk Radio. Before I go, I'd like to thank my producer, John Gifford, my research director, Janet Rishbeter, and, of course, Long Island News Radio. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.